who join me at a tremendously exciting moment I have a common cold and sound like this so here's a compilation of material from a time when I didn't have a common cold and didn't sound like this good morning deceased Venezuelan leaders walk into a bar. One of the deceased Venezuelan leaders goes straight up to the bar counter and says, Hello, can I have a pint of your finest? Ah, whatever they drink in Venezuela, that's nice, please. And the man behind the bar ignores him. And the Venezuela leader says, Excuse me, service, please. I'm here waiting to be served. I don't wish to be impolite or impatient or anything, but you seem to be seeing right through me as if I'm a ghost or something. And the other dead Venezuelan leader comes up behind him and says, What's going on here? What's the hold up? And the other fella says, uh, I seem to be being ignored. Uh, you have a go. And the other uh, the other uh, presidential, whatever you call it, says, uh, Fair enough, I'll try ordering, but it's still your round. Uh, so don't run off with your wallet there. And uh, he says, Hello, can I have a pint of your finest? Uh, whatever it is that we drink, please. And the man behind the bar ignores him too. And then someone else comes up between them and says, Hello, can I have a pint of your finest stuff, please? And the man behind the bar says, Certainly, sir. Uh, Would you like the stuff with the white stuff on it? Or the stuff with the fizzy stuff in it? Or a combination of the two? Or would you like, oh, would you like it shoved up your arse? And the man in front of the bar says, "Uh, This doesn't sound right. Doesn't sound right at all. Uh, this isn't a normal. Uh, two cats walk into a bar story that have just walked into, is it? And the man behind the bar says, you can be damn sure to Christ as hell it isn't. It sure as hell isn't. Uh, that should have been obvious to you from the minute you walked in. Although I suppose now, it's probably, it may well still be the minute you walked in. I'd say that would be it was no more than 57 seconds ago that you walked in. So, so as long as it's obvious to you now, then it's been obvious from the minute you walked in and not that you have to be aware of your surroundings at all times uh, you don't come in here for uh, to have to be on edge and watching out for everything all the time you come in here to relax and have a pint of our finest whatever it is we sell and the two uh, dead Venezuelan leaders uh, nod their heads in agreement uh, but only see each other and then they realise uh, oh we're dead they can't see us oh that explains us that explains us. Uh, we weren't pay- we were paying so little attention that we didn't even notice we were dead. Although we knew we were dead. We just hadn't realised. Uh, ah, you know what I mean. We're in an undead person's bar, apparently. Uh, wrong kind of place. Uh, right time, right... Uh, what's that ad, though? It used to be an add-on in the 80s for tenants lager or something. Uh, right time, right place at McDonald's.
McDonald's have uh, tenants or something along those lines. Around the same time, there was one that went uh, cool down to school in the metro. The metro style in the mile in the... That was for a car. As for a car. Uh, something metro. I haven't seen one of them for a while, I can tell you. And I doubt they sold them in uh, dead Venezuelan bars. Although it wasn't a dead bar, clearly. It was attracting dead people as well as live people on this particular night. Although I think if your man, the barman, were to sit down with his accountant and say, let's see, uh, where does most of our custom come from? Uh, presumably from visible people. Uh, those invisible people who are coming in here and not getting served at all, uh, they're of no use to us. They don't, they don't uh, generate any income for us. Although I suppose if we could start seeing them and then serving them, uh, that would be a new market opening up for us. Uh, we'd be able to compete on that with other bars that can't see them. Uh, maybe I should hire a psychic uh, a psychic uh, doorman or something to invite all these dead people in. Uh, maybe, you see, that's... that's uh, called lateral thinking that's what it's called and that's how we're going to get through this damn recession i can tell you anyway hello and welcome to the show now uh i know what you're thinking there you're thinking this is in very poor to very very poor taste uh, absolutely disgusting it's like if you got a oh if you got a banana and mixed it up with bird crap and uh, turned it into a fine paste and told somebody oh told somebody it was a it was a liver patty uh which would be uh, nobody likes liver patty so they wouldn't eat it anyway they just pretend to nibble at it uh, so no harm would be done and you'd have saved yourself the cost of an expensive liver patty uh, while still uh, being hospitable. Uh, so no damage done there. I know there's nothing bad taste about mentioning a dead, uh, mentioning dead Venezuelan leaders. Uh, for one thing, I didn't mention the one that died last week, Hugo, Hugo Chavez. I didn't mention him at all in my two dead Venezuelan leaders walk into a bar. And even if I had, uh, I don't think I'd have made them look bad, even if he was one of the main characters i didn't make him look either bad or good he was just a character uh, filling up space it's like when you play oh when you play one of your computer games your grand theft auto there's lots of people walking around in the streets there that are just characters that are in the background oh they're just there to make the place look like a place that might have people in it uh, they're like the people uh, they're like the people you hire to walk around in the background in films and on soap operas no more than that no less than that uh, you just have to pay them less than a proper actor uh, I hope the Christ Hugo Chavez was paid more than one of them because if he's not it's no wonder he did died in his frigging 50s he probably couldn't afford proper oh you can get insurance I'm sure uh, do they have equity rates uh, for uh, oh for leaders of countries I don't know I don't know uh, I think it's just a matter of uh, you look up how much it pays before he decides to run for election that if you don't like how much it pays then you don't run or else you go ahead and run uh, and campaign to have the uh, price risen although that look a bit dodgy if you go take up a job as leader of a venezuelan or any other country and then you say the first thing i'm going to do here is sort out the low pay for people such as me uh, then that's going to be in a bad so you're going to look bad then although of course if i'm in uh, if i go into mcdonald's and start working there and i say the first thing i'm going to do is campaign to have people like me get paid more uh, then you're considered a hero you say oh look at him 
him. He's trying to dig himself and his colleagues out of a hole. Uh, now, what you have to make sure not to say there is that uh, don't don't say uh, well, don't don't let them know that it's just you you're campaigning for. Uh, that's the trick. You go up with your you write down your propositions and you bring it up to Parliament and you say I have a oh I have a new plan. I could get it could get me uh, me the uh, burger maker from McDonald's uh, out of poverty for a very small amount. It would only cost you about a, a couple of hundred quid a week. And they say, oh, that's great. Uh, the voters will love that. We'll take uh, that. Uh, just don't tell them uh, that it doesn't include anyone else. It's just the cost of putting your pay up. Everyone else is still stuck on minimum wage. And uh, now that I think about it, uh, probably, uh, you probably wouldn't get very far with that. But you have to think... Uh, you have to think these things through, and I'm thinking them aloud here. It's called thinking, thinking aloud. Uh, thinking uh, is a program on BBC Radio Four called Thinking Aloud, but they spell it A L O U D. Uh, but what I meant as a kind of a pun, as in thinking is allowed here. You're allowed to think here. This isn't Russia. Uh, this is BBC Radio Four uh, in the late afternoon, just before everyone gets home from work. Uh, it's basically aimed at uh, old and retired people who are sitting on the radio, uh, sitting in front of their long wave radio out in the porch in the old folks home uh, thinking what will I do to change the world before I die I suppose I could listen to BBC Radio 4 for a while uh, oh look this fella says you're allowed to think and not only that uh, he's got some people on to think with him and they're doing it aloud it's not a silent program if you move that to the television they could just have a silent uh, edition of it uh, maybe have uh, showed them show what you have them all sitting round the table we'll have a camera behind them so we can see what notes they're making. Uh, just make sure all the guests have good handwriting. And we can say, oh, thinking aloud with a W here, uh, but, but silence. Thinking silently aloud. And we say, here's what I want you to think about for half an hour. And we'll all watch them. We'll watch them take notes. The camera will zoom in on their notes. And then at the end of the programme, we'll get uh, someone else in to have a look at them. And we'll have a, oh, we'll have an extra programme called Thinking Aloud Aloud. Uh, it'll be like, Oh, like when you have Big Brother and then after you have a discussion program where they come on and have a chat show about us. They can have a chat show about this week's Thinking Aloud. And that will be an hour of television filled up. Uh, that would be absolutely fucking fantastic. Uh, not that I know anything about television. I've no interest in television whatsoever other than watching it. I'm perfectly happy to watch it. Uh, if you think I'm going to come out coming up with program ideas for the freaking BBC Radio 4 when they turn it into a freaking television channel. Why would you do that? There's already a BBC 4 television channel anyway. And it's pretty much the same thing. Leave things as they are. You don't need to be changing things every minute of every day. Uh, once you find something that works, uh, allow it to work for a while so we can consume it. Uh, if you come up with a... Uh, for example, if you come up with a chocolate bar that's uh, got uh, raisins in it and nuts... Uh, uh, you don't say, oh, 
oh, this is great. Everyone likes this. Now, here's another one that has uh, one less raisin and one more. They're doing that with the fucking Snickers now. They have two special editions. Uh, one says uh, Snickers with more nuts, and the other one says Snickers with more caramel. And as I understand it, if you were to mix the two together, you'd have the makings of two normal Snickers. I don't know what they're all snickering at us under their breath behind us. They're thinking, oh, they went for us. They fell for us uh, with our little gimmicky crap. It's like living in a freaking capitalist uh, free country. Uh, what do they I don't know what they'll have next. Uh, well, at least it's nice to have a surprise left in your life. That's the one thing about living in a place like this. I don't know what's coming next. Uh, possibly the end of this segment. Now, uh... While we're on the topic of the extra characters in Grand Theft Auto, uh, the ones who just go around doing automated stuff, uh, perhaps automatically shooting people in the background for a bit of extra entertainment, uh, leads me to wonder uh, if we had people like that in real life, uh, if we had uh, real real extras filling up our world here, because there's only uh, so many human beings a human being can produce, Uh, so Let's say there's 5 billion real people here and the rest are all extras. Uh, Are they... Oh, I wonder, are they, uh, do they have to obey the same laws as everyone else? Or is it one law for the real people and one law for the artificial uh, filler background characters? That'll be the next thing when we solve, when we fix poverty and discrimination and all sorts of stuff. Are we going to have to deal with real people versus fake people? And how's that going to work with ghosts? Uh, going back to the whole Hugo Chavez thing in the bar. If Hugo Chavez walked to a bar today and said uh, no I'm not a ghost I'm a filler background person uh, so I can just take stuff here and it'll be okay because I'm automated. The program, the computer program software made me do it. Uh, well then who's responsible? I suppose the programmer isn't responsible there. Just like in the drone attack. Uh, if I were to attack you the listener with a drone uh, today uh, I'd be responsible for that even if I turned the drone into some sort of flow robot that looked like a human uh, you couldn't go arresting the, the drone just because it looks like a human you'd arrest me and quite rightly so, so although you probably have to get me extradited first you'd have to apply to get me extradited uh, to wherever you are because I'm pretty damn sure to Christ as hell that you're not in my country uh, if you are I probably wouldn't launch a drone strike on you because I'd be quite happy to have some extra Irish listeners uh, oh no anyway it's just a thought uh, just the thought, no more than that, don't panic, I'm not about to dram, I'm not allowed, about to drive a, a frigging drone down your throat, or allowed to think aloud about these things, uh, this is a forum for a forum for public thinking, although not necessarily a forum for public debate, because this is a monologue, it's a monogular, uh, you're allowed to talk back to me in your mind, uh, but I just can't hear you, if you have anything to say, feel free to email studio a hint here head.com and put it in uh, put it in writing uh, like an, any normal civilization puts their thoughts in writing anyway there's no point me saying all this and you saying stuff back to me there isn't going to be a record of that for civil uh, remember now uh, 3000 years from now when they dig up a pyramid or a nuclear I don't know a nuclear warhead and they find you and me our uh, fossilized selves, selves lying under it and they see a freaking iPod they're not going 
going to say, oh, uh, the mysteries of their civilization and all their culture, it's probably on this little thing with the screen on it. And then they say, oh, the battery's dead. Fuck, fuck it. And oh, they'll look for something written. And then they'll find some linguist who can learn English. And they'll figure out what we put down and what's up in writing. And make sure, make damn sure if you email me that you print it off onto a long-lasting paper. Uh, or maybe put it in your wall cavities. I don't know. Wherever the hell way you do Wherever hell way you do it, uh, that's the way you come and chew. I don't know. Uh, what was that a song that was coming up with? It might have been. Hold on a minute. Wherever oh, yes, it was. Wherever hell way you chew it. Don't forget to knock and do up so effect. Wherever way hell you do it. Don't forget to try and chew it. Style in the mile in the metro. The metro. Whatever way you try and chew it. Ah, there you go. That's a mashup between some sort of ad for probably for chew it. Uh, those chewy sweets that were around a lot in the 80s. I think you can get them in Lidl now. And the Metro car, which was around a lot in the 80s. I don't think you can get that in Lidl now. You can probably get it somewhere. Uh, find someone who's a Metro 80s car enthusiast and see what they have to say for us. You can probably do it. Uh, do a Google. Do a Google for the. That's the fact. Let's do that now. Let's do. Let's do a Google for the Met. I'll do a Google for uh, style to the mile in the metro. I'll have a look. I hope I don't come up with that stupid fucking free newspaper that gets used to get slammed into my face every time it came out of Houston Station at eight in the morning on my way to. Oh, it's nothing about it here. Or is it style? Let's try cool down. Uh, cool down to to school in the metro. It's a possibility that my entire uh, childhood consists of fake memories, but I'm pretty sure I remember this uh, song being on an advertisement for the metro car when I was eight or nine all, all the time. But no, nothing there. Nothing cool down to school in the metro. Uh, stall to the boil in the metro. I remember that ad as if it was real. I thought it was real, but no, apparently the internet disagrees. Although there wasn't any internet, admittedly, in the 80s that we know of. They were keeping the, the scholars were keeping this hidden away, like everything else. They kept the they kept the cure for AIDS hidden away until last week, until someone had a bit of, a bit someone with a bit of conscience saw a child dying of it, and they said, "Ah, feck it, give them the cure." Uh, but no, the keep everything else hidden away from us the cunts into your head support the podcast dual arts at no cost to you just by sending neil money visit intoyourhead.com and click on the tip jar to make a once-off donation intoyourhead.com if you would like to comment on any of the issues raised in this program email studio at intoyourhead.com remember we value the opinions of you, the humble and ignorant listener. Matchstick cats. Matchstick cats. Matchstick cats. Matchstick cats and stuff. Are you a cat? Or do you know somebody who might be? Then tell yourself about Matchstick Cats. Neil's webcomic. Brand new episodes at IntoYourHead.com.
have a listener topic request here. At least we think we do. I'm not sure. At some point this week, I put out a request saying, Oh, I'm recording a podcast today. And Ernest replied, Fax machine, full stop, bleep, comma, bloop. And then no, ironically, no punctuation at all to end it. He adds in all this meaningless punctuation in the middle, but nothing at the end. Uh, and that's supposedly a topic suggestion for the uh, for the show. Uh, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with that. You have to work. You have to help me out here, people. If you're going to be like that, uh, what else? Have? Oh yes, monkey bites. Uh, monkey bites. That's what they're calling them now. We have a a picture from uh, Jerry and blah, 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 uh, the place where Jerry lives. I believe it's. America, that's what it's called. Uh, there's a thing called monkey bites. A cinnamon pull apart with icing. Uh, basically what they've done, apparently. And it's perishable to uh, keep refrigerated something something days, something something at room temperature, something something uh, something something and there's a barcode on it. Uh, basically they look like chicken nuggets that have been half burned. Uh, apparently there's cinnamon in them and icing and you can pull them apart and you can heat them in the microwave you can shove them down your gullet or else you can uh, thanks for that picture of them Jerry for bringing them to my attention another alternative would be to go out and go out to a monkey nut tree and get a proper real monkey nut if you want icing on it go out when it's snowing at least that won't do you any harm there you go you you foreigners you love your frigging icing on everything like that Uh, take a bit of fruit off the tree when it's snowing and you can eat the icing and it won't do you any harm unless of course there's a nuclear leak or something nearby uh but there you go monkey bites as a party that's what you call that's what you call them now uh, nobody can just eat anything straight off a tree or out when i was a child we used to grow our we used to grow our vegetables in, in the freaking garden like normal people have you ever have you have, you have people ever even uh shelled a pea you probably haven't it's one of the uh, one of the most most joyous activities your children can do. You should have your children out now sitting on the doorstep with a big bowl of unshelled peas and de-shelling them. Uh, you basically you get your fingernail and you rub it down the middle and you open up a hop and there's magical peas inside them and you put that into another bowl and then you put the shell on the compost heap until it rots and it turns into a shit-like substance uh, which you can then bury in the ground and that'll help uh, your next crop to grow next year it's called the circle of life and i'll tell you it's a far cry from what walt disney taught and elton john taught it was with his oh here's some characters uh, doing stuff and here's a song about the circle of life uh with elton john in his glasses fucking ridiculous that's not gardening uh, as far as i'm concerned oh no anyway on with the show two cats walk into a bar One of the cats goes straight up to the bar counter and says, Hello, can I have a pint of your finest Guinness, please? And the man behind the bar says, Certainly, young cat, and what are you having yourself? 
And the cat says, I just told you, a pint of your finest uh, Guinness, please. And the man behind the bar says, yes, but are you not getting something for the other cat too? And the cat says, no, why? And the man says, well, it's customary for people to buy rounds. If two people come in together, one of them goes up and buys the first round. And then the other one comes up when they're finished and buys the second round. And the cat says, I know nothing of your uh, human, uh, your human... Uh, obsessions and all these habits you have all I know is I want a pint of your finest Guinness if the other car wants a pint of your finest Guinness too uh, then we're in competition I want the finest one so I just deal with me first and then he can come up and get what he wants and the man behind the bar says fair enough I suppose it's none of your business none of my business and the cat says damn right it's none of your business you think just because we're not people because we're cats you have a right to interfere in our private affairs and oh no mind your own business and the man says okay you've made your point stay cat don't overdo it now and the cat says fair enough we're all friends here we're just talking that's all we're doing here although admittedly uh, for a cat to be just talking is uh, a lot more uh, unusual than it is for a human so if you see a cat talking it's not, it's not just we're just talking it's like a freaking cat talking I can see why that would attract your attention but apart from that no pint of your finest Guinness please and the man says that will be four euros and 35 of your uh, great of your finest uh, European cents please and the cat says how the hell am I supposed to come up with that I'm a cat and the man behind the bar says a credit card will do or do you have maybe you have a uh, do you have a chip inside you that the vet put in you maybe I'm supposed to scan that and it comes out with someone's account I'm not sure I've never had a cat customer before uh, not one who's buying around anyway I did have a woman come in with a cat in the basket once when she did all the buying uh, do you want me to lift you up and scan you against the till and see if anything happens and the cat says no I do not I do not usually these things in these places I go round the back door and they put something in the saucer for me I just thought I'd come round through the civilised way and come up to the, and the man behind the bar says oh I think I see the problem here uh, you've been getting sources of milk from round back uh, in the alley way uh, well that's a little bit different from this this is the commercial part of the property here people come in here and buy stuff and that's how i pay for that milk that you get round the back and the cat says oh fair enough could you not just bring the milk up to me on the counter then here and the man behind the bar says oh christ no if a man if an inspector from the government turned up and saw a cat licking uh oh licking milk off a plate up on the counter or on the floor or wherever i can tell you the first thing he would do is say shut this place down shut it down uh, just like Gordon Ramsay does except uh, he's not he doesn't have the legal thing where he can shut us down permanently but oh we could be shut down they say you can't be having cats licking things in bars uh, you can have you can have uh, men and women licking glasses you can have people uh, going to the toilet and not washing their hands but once a cat starts licking things up on the counter uh, that's when I can tell you that's when they intervene 
Dean, and the cat says, Oh, I see. Uh, clearly, I don't know much about these uh, these institutions here that I thought I did. Uh, I featured in many uh, two cats walk into a bar story, you know, although admittedly they're all set in different fictional worlds, uh, not in the real world. But I thought this was a fictional world too. Uh, did I misunderstand? And the man behind the bar says, Oh, maybe it is. I don't know. Wasn't aware of it up until now, to be perfectly honest. Uh, hadn't, hadn't noticed the narrator, although admittedly I wasn't listing out for one because I was busy conversing with you and trying to explain to you how a frigging bar business works. And the cat says, oh, relax, relax, it's okay. Everyone stay calm, we're just talking here. And the man behind the bar says, yes, we are just talking here, but you're a cat and you're talking. That's quite amazing. And the cat says, I know it is, but just because something unusual and amazing is happening, that doesn't mean you have to get your legs in the twist. Uh, I've got four legs, I managed to keep them sorted out. You've only got two to manage, and they're firmly planted on the ground, so it's your uh, My tail gets tangled up in mine sometimes if I'm not careful. And the man behind the bar says, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, what happens now? Uh, how do we, when do we find out whether we're real or not? And the cat says, well, I think from the fact that I'm a talking cat, I think we can pretty much assume that this is a story and not real. And the man behind the bar says, ah, Christ, Jesus Christ, just when I was starting to do well, I find out this is all just a story. And the cat says, don't worry, it'll all be painless. It'll come to either, it'll come to, uh, it'll come to an entertaining or interesting conclusion, or else he'll just stop in the middle and move on to something else. A lot to get on with today. Items that need to be attended to, issues that need to be addressed, topics. Oh, topics. We've got lots and lots of topics. We're positively booming to the seams with topics. We've got topics coming out of, uh, topics coming out of this calendar, uh, this calendar. Oh, this calendrical vo- Christ, we're up to March already. It's nearly St. fucking Patrick's Day. Uh, which reminds me, if you're one of these foreigners uh, who says Happy Patty's Day, I'm going to punch you in the face uh, with my mouth or with my fist or whatever. Ah, something. I'll punch you with something. Doesn't matter. You can punch somebody with anything. It doesn't have to be your fist. You just need a, a big blunt uh, part of your body. It doesn't even have to be part of your body. You could punch someone with a bottle of energy drink like this one here. And uh, preferably the full one, not the empty one that I've already squashed. With this full uh, one liter bottle of darts stimulation drink. You could punch someone in the stomach with that very effectively. You wouldn't need a fist for that. Or people think you need fists to punch people. You do not. You don't even need a hand. Uh, in fact, most of us, most of the time, don't have a fist. A fist is a temporary arrangement of your hand. And most of the day, you go about your business. You have no fist at all. You don't have a fist at all. You have a hand. Uh, maybe you have a knuck, few knuckles, but you don't have a proper, fully-fledged, uh, compacted fist of for most of your uh, most of your waking hours maybe you clench your fists in your sleep I don't know or you grit your teeth or you do both uh, now gritting your teeth that wouldn't be much of a fist because if you try to punch someone with your fist uh, with your clenched teeth you're probably going to break your jaw uh, so don't do that but no plenty of other things can be used as fists so don't be getting all worked up over uh, all this thing about the uniqueness of your fists your fists are not special uh, anything can be used as a fucking fist uh, so get uh, get that out anyway hello and welcome to the show two cats walk into a bar 
one of the cats goes straight up to the bar counter and says, Hello, can I have a pint of your finest beamish, please? And the man behind the bar says, Certainly, sir. Uh, but have you looking for a finest? Would you not go for Guinness? And the cat says, uh, No, there's a recession on here. I want beamish. I know it's not as good as Guinness. It's the budget version of Guinness. Uh, but no, just give me your five. Do your best with the beamish and I'll do my best with uh, recompensing you for it. Uh, I might even throw in a tip, uh, even though it's not uh, it's not considered necessary in this country. And the man behind the bar says, uh, "Oh, uh, that's fine, sir. Do you have any identification?" And the cat says, "I do indeed. I have a chip inside my head that was uh, uh, inserted by the vet, uh, but I doubt that you have any scanning apparatus here. Uh, unlike a shop, a pub doesn't have scanning apparatus. It's not like you have barcodes on your pints of beamish that." you sell unless maybe you've just bought a new set of glasses from the supermarket and you haven't removed the barcode stickers yet uh, which uh, would probably breach all manner of health and safety regulations or maybe it does doesn't but it should if the health and safety regulations have been uh, compiled properly and comprehensively uh, which though in this country there's a good chance they probably haven't been and the man behind the bar says you're very talkative for a cat aren't you and the cat says I am indeed there's a couple of reasons for that uh, firstly the fact that this is the second time telling this story and we forgot to press record the first time and that was a few minutes ago so a lot of the story is already freshly assembled in the narrator's head so he's going quite fast with it so there's quite a lot of words coming out uh, the other reason uh, why i'm very talkative for a cat is that the average cat says zero words uh, over its lifetime and to be uh, comparatively talkative in the cat world you just have to say one word although uh, if you go on the internet now you see these videos everyone uh, they hear their cat say one meow sound that sounds a bit like a word and they put it on the internet and they say oh look here's my my talking cat my cat can talk it made a sound that sounded like a word uh, cat videos are basically uh, they're the viral uh, cat videos they go viral they're the aids of the internet world except in the internet world uh, aids videos as long as they're uh, cats uh, aids viruses video however you call them they're considered gold uh, and in the medical uh, sexually transmitted drugular legal transmitted world aids is considered a bad thing uh, now I phrased that better the first time around and it sounded good because I made myself laugh in the mid love it uh, but we can't come back go back to that because as I say I forgot to press the record the first time around but rest assured it sounded great the first time around and the man behind the bar says that's all very well uh, but we still haven't got to the issue of your identification and the cat says I think you'll find we have I explained that I've got identification on a chip under my skin and what more can you expect from a cat it's not like we have pockets and the man behind the bar says humans don't have pockets either Unless you count uh, that place where uh, drug smugglers uh, hide stuff when they're smuggling it in on the plane, uh, which I don't. And the cat says, I don't either. And the man said behind the bar says, well, I'm glad we can at least agree on that. Uh, but still remains the issue of the uh, identification. And the cat says, what does my identity matter? I'm a bog standard black and white cat. Uh, I look that like that black and white one that Pope Benedict Emeritus has. Uh, and a lot 
what people have. It uh, looks like uh, looks like Jody the Cat, who the creator of this podcast has as well. Uh, it's a bog standard black and white cat uh, with a oh with an upside down V shaped forehead or a white face and black on the top. Uh, bog standard basically, and the man behind the bar says exactly. Well, that's not really the point. So I don't know why I say exactly. The point is we need to assert your age. And the cat says, well, I'm a cat. And the man behind the bar says, I think we've established that. And the cat says, I think you'll find we haven't. You're just assuming I'm a cat. And you're assuming that I'm being truthful about my species identification. And the man behind the bar says, I'm not trying to. I don't really care what your species is. It's your age. And the cat says, well, I'm two years and seven months old. And the man behind the bar says, well, then we have a problem because I can't serve you. And the cat says, how is that a problem? And the man behind the bar says, well, maybe it's not a problem to you. It would be a problem to me if I went into a bar and I was told I couldn't be served because of my age. But if it's not a problem to you, uh, then that's great. And the cat says, exactly, exactly. You should take all these things on the chin. There's more to life than getting upset about these things. And the man behind the bar says, oh, that's a very good attitude to have. And the cat says, uh, it is indeed. And the great night is had by all. Monkey nuts, that's what they call them. They call them big steaming, shit-eating, piss-boiling, uh, potato-peeling. Uh, oh, that reminds me, I must go and make the dinner soon. Uh, well, technically it doesn't need to be ready for a few hours yet. Or it's a curry, and a curry, uh, oh, if you age a curry, I find it's better. It's of higher quality. Uh, it gains, oh, it gains a bit of tastier wisdom uh, just from aging it, like a fine wine. Do you get a fine wine and you just leave it there for a while? It gets better just by, uh, just by leaving it. The leaving stuff be, uh, as the Beatles say, uh, let it be, uh, as the as Mother Nature says to me, speaking words of wisdom, let it be, let it be. Let it be, let it be, let it be, let it be. Uh, speaking words of wisdom, let it be, let it be. <laughs> Ma Mary, Madonna, children at her feet. Wonder how she managed to make ends meet. Something, something every Friday evening. Back to work on Tuesday afternoon. Sitting back along the end of wisdom. <laughs> Night time never comes around too soon. Oh, Mary, Madonna, children at your feet. Wonder how they managed. Anyway, that's the Beatles. A fine example of something that uh, uh, just by leaving it alone for years has has uh, improved with age. When the Beatles first came out, they were crap. They were just the boys' own or the take that of the uh, of the nineteen sixties. But no, now they're the Beatles of the uh, of the entire century, uh, the previous century and the current century. They're the Beatles of both both centuries. Uh, although no doubt a time will come. Uh, when history passes and some new gobshite boy band will decide to call themselves the Beatles or the new Beatles or a Beatless or something. Uh, although I suppose that's okay. You're allowed to have uh, more than one band of the same name, although it does cause legal arguments sometimes. Uh, there was, for example, that one. Oh yes, yeah, there was two Skid Rows. There was an Irish Skid Row and an American Skid Row. Uh, they were both a pile of crap, I assume, because I have no 
familiarity with either. Although one of them was the forerunner to Tin Lizzie, and the other one was the American one. Uh, so no, it just goes to show you can have more than one band of the same name, and the world doesn't fall apart, it doesn't cause a tear in the space-time continuum. Uh, which I suppose contradicts what I was saying about the Beatles. Although, what was I saying about the Beatles? No, I wasn't saying anything like that about them. I was just making a point about uh, leaving stuff to age like a fine wine, uh, like a curry out of an Uncle Ben's uh, half price special offer medium curry sauce that I got in the jar that I'm going to uh, mix up with some onions later, uh, throw in a bit of rice and a bit of minced meat, and basically cook it. Uh, I'm going to cook it in a wok that came free ironically with the rice and the jar of oh no wait that's wrong the jar wasn't on half price then it was a jar that it was a jar that came that we got because it came with a free wok uh, you buy the oh you buy a couple of jars and a couple of boxes of rice and you get a free wok and you bring it home with you and you oh it makes a self-contained meal it's just that you have to cook it yourself it's not like your normal self-contained convenience food although it is quite convenient I have to admit, uh, you just get your you get your mince and you fry it, and then you drain off the grease and the fat and the crap from it, uh, and then you oh you pour in the sauce on top. You probably know this yourself. You know how to make a frigging uh, curry from a jar of Uncle Ben's sauce. You just pour the sauce in, and then you simmer it for a while, and then you make your boil in the bag rice, and then you put it on the plate, and you get half a bit of bread and bread, and you butter it, and you spoon a bit onto the bread and you, oh, you cram it down your gullet before uh, Mayor Bloomberg catches you. Uh, now, uh, Mayor Bloomberg is a reference to another segment in this show, which may or may not come before this one, uh, so don't worry if you don't understand it yet. Uh, anyway, on with the show. Once upon a time, there was a dog. A dog. A dogular. Oh, a dogular uh, animal of the canine variety. A dog, basically, is what we're saying here. There was a dog. Uh, I don't know how to put it any more clearly. Uh, there was a dog. Uh, there was a space there, and it was occupied by a dog. A dog. Uh, oh, a dog being a uh, being a dog. I don't know. Is there any other? Stop! I don't know what a dog is. What am I supposed to do for you? I can't over. I can't define every freaking word I say. Give me a fucking break. It's a dog. A do- it's the opposite of a cat, basically. A cat is a thing that's like a. It's a, a cat is a ca- Oh no, it's not a canine. A cat is a is a catular feline thing, and a dog is a canine thing. And never the twain shall meet. Uh, there's the twain there. Uh, there's the dog there. Uh, there's the cat. There. I'm pointing, incidentally. I'm pointing when I po- say dog. I'm pointing over there towards the horizon, and when I say cat, I'm pointing over there towards the uh, towards the upstairs. Bathroom, uh, which is two walls away, and when I say twain, I'm just pointing in front of me at that mattress there, uh, unoccupied mattress. It's an unoccupied mattress leading up against the wall. Uh, sometimes it's occupied by a cat, uh, but no, when we're recording, there's no cats allowed in here in the interior head studio headquarters. Uh, so uh, let that be. Oh, let 
that be uh, let that be a statement a statement of no interest to anybody whatsoever uh, any, anybody in any way shape or form caninealer or felineular uh, dogular or catular uh, anyway once upon a time there was a dog and the dog was walking along a street uh, now uh, I know what you're thinking there you're thinking how define a street uh, well a street uh, here in Ireland a street is a thing with shops on it I know over in uh, your where you foreigners live uh, a street can be anything it can be a big long road and you say oh that's uh, that's Abraham Lincoln Washington Street that's 865 miles long and uh, oh the building numbers go up to 85,962 well well no over here a street is the thing in the middle of the town that's got shops in it that's called a street uh, the other things are called roads uh, if you got a thing with houses in it those are called roads uh, we don't have the oh we don't have the thing where you can have uh, house number 6572 on the street no uh, we have a bit of a restraint here we keep our numbers low uh, when the numbers get too high we start a new road uh, this is such a thing as uh, such a thing as going a bit too far with the numbers although we're a well educated country uh, we're relatively good at maths here. Uh, we've attracted some of the finest, oh, some of the finest uh, tech. Uh, tech industries over here uh, so we're intelligent people we can handle high street numbers we just recognise the need uh, well the lack of need for them uh, we're sensible, we've a bit of common sense I think is what we're doing, there's more to life than being intelligent you know and having capacity for high numbers uh, there's common sense and when you have common sense you don't need to be intelligent you can be as, oh you can be as ignorant as be damned as long as you have a bit of common sense uh, co uh, common being the operative word sense there's a sense that's common to all of us that's spread among uh, just like the common if you go out and you go out in the middle of a big city there's usually a common it's a common open area everyone's allowed to use it uh, the same is true of common sense everybody's allowed to use it uh, you don't have a monopoly on it it's a bit like the uh, the public airwaves although those are licensed now uh, incidentally uh, fucking Ryan Seacrest is on the radio on the public FM airwaves in Dublin now at night and fucking hell a cunty wanky arse take your American radio and go and shove her up your arse uh, give us a fucking no offence no offence in any way shape or form whatsoever uh, but no a Ryan Seacrest on the local fucking radio uh, fuck off with yourselves with your crap remember we value the opinions of you the humble and ignorant listener email neil at studio at into your head Dot com. Into your head. This show uh, depends on listener support, and if you'd like to support it, you can do it at no extra cost to you just by using my shopping links uh, Amazon.com, Amazon Canada, Amazon UK, uh, glasses, uh, prescription glasses you can, you can buy online, uh, allbattery.com for all kinds of batteries, uh, a shoe place in New York uh, that has an easy returns policy, uh, pet supermarket in the UK, and even Dream Home. 
host, the web host with which I host this uh, oh, this podcast for the last several years. Uh, all of these places you can shop with them through intoyourhead.com, click on their ads and explore their offers uh, when you buy and with them. I get a generous commission and it supports the show. You can also support the show uh, just by making a donation of any amount. Uh, click on my tip jar donation button at intoyourhead.com down the left. Absolutely fucking fantastic. And thank you for supporting the podcast you will arts uh, during this recessionary period of Irish history. St. Patrick's Day celebrators walk into a bar. One of the St. Patrick's Day celebrators goes straight up to the bar counter and says, Hello, uh, my grandmother, uh, my grandmother uh, went on the Titanic once uh, to Ireland. Uh, so uh, I'm part Irish, uh, so give me a pint of Guinness, please. And the man behind the bar says, Certainly, sir, uh, but you have to have the, oh, you'll have to have, uh, you'll have to, ah, bollocks. Uh, but where, but a uh, fucking wanky arse. Arsey wanky. Wanky arsey, wanky arsey, cunty wanky arsey, arsey wanky cunt. Uh, cunty arsey, wanky cunty ar... Oh, fuck. Uh, now, uh, I know what you're thinking there. Uh, you're thinking, oh, uh, that's, that's, uh, that was unexpected. That was unexpected. Uh, well, what were you expecting? Were you expecting, oh, were you expecting stuff? Uh, well, there's the stuff coming. Don't worry, there's plenty of stuff coming. I uh, just can't, uh, can't guarantee that it'll come in a consistent flow. So have a bit of fucking patience. Uh, patience is a virtue, you know. It's also a card game, if I remember rightly. Or is it? Maybe it's not. It's something. There's certainly something called patience uh, something other than patience I mean I think there's a game called patience if I presume the involves waiting uh, that's uh, that's what life is about nowadays waiting we wait uh, we spent uh, we consider waiting to be a pastime you sit around watching television waiting for time to pass and you go oh I need to I need to wait a bit more uh, but then of course you go out in the uh, to a restaurant you say oh that fella's waiting on me I think I'll give him a tip because uh, that's how that's hard for him to wait uh, but no then you go home and you wait in front of your television uh, for the next day to come and then the next day comes and he said Christ I can't wait for this day to be over uh, either for it to be over or for it to be to reverse to last night uh, when I can relax again uh, now uh, of course there's, a, there's not a 50-50 either way chance the, the time is going forward uh, not backwards no matter what Professor Stephen Hawking may spouse to his God to his electronic dub. Uh, time is going forward. We covered this many times on the program over the last several years. <coughs> mm. 
It's a, a nose to self edit out that cough. I don't cough straight into the microphone. You'll deafen the listener. At least have the decency to turn your head. Uh, turn your head. I didn't turn my head because I was busy looking out the window in front of me. Uh, I saw a oh, I saw a, a car, a car, a carular vehicle uh, traversing the next the road in the next estate. Uh, apparently, that's fascinating to me. Seeing a car in the next estate is fascinating. I don't get out much. I don't know. If it's obvious. Uh, I don't get out much. Uh, I can if I want. I just choose not to. There's more to life than going outside, you know. There's a lot more to life. There's more to life than being somewhere physically. You can be somewhere mentally or emotionally. You can even be somewhere metaphorically. I'm metaphorically outside right now. I'm out on the internet exposing myself to the world. Or at least to uh, the limits of my uh, bandwidth, uh, which I'm told is unlimited. I'm told I have unlimited bandwidth on this podcast. Uh, one of these days we'll get enough listeners to put that to the test. Uh, but for now, no. Uh, for now, no. Uh, that's all we have to say about that. Anyway, I think we'll draw this segment to a close and we'll start a new one. Because uh, this is going, no- going nowhere fast. Uh, going nowhere. Uh, is that a song? Let's see. We'll find out now. Where's my harmonica? Uh, going nowhere fast. Going nowhere fast. Oh, that's a show. That's a show on BBC Radio 4 Extra. Something like going nowhere fast. And they even have a song that goes something like going nowhere fast. Going nowhere fast. You also have a sitcom starring Suggs from Madness and Bob Monkhouse as a as a psycho uh, as a as a shrinks patient and a shrink respectively. Uh, saying they do a musical stuff in between. I was listening to it last night. A pile of crap. Uh, but then so was this. Going nowhere fast. Going nowhere fast. Going nowhere, going nowhere. Does the speed does the speed matter? If you're going nowhere fast, why does the speed matter? You might as well go slowly and enjoy the ride. If you're going nowhere, you might as well delay as long as possible. Because uh, on the way there, you might pass somewhere. Or you can be somewhere on the way. If you're going to nowhere, uh, at least pass through some places that are somewhere and uh, stop off. And I don't know, stop off at. Uh, uh, stop off at a, at a side of the motorway and have a uh, have a Supermax lo- uh, Deluxe Chicken Burger Hamburger Chicken Deluxe uh, with 5 litre Big Gulp Fizzy uh, Fizzy Orange Meal uh, before the Mayor of New York uh, reaches down our throats and takes it out uh, not, uh, the fellow in New York is trying to ban people from drinking liquids uh, trying to, he's trying to kill us all he thinks oh you're having too many liquids we're going to ban Big gulps we're going to ban them you're going to have little gulps and i'll tell you you'll chew your food between at least uh, 15 times before you swallow it while you're in my frigging city uh, and that's all that's all uh, mr bloom bloomberg if that's your real name that's a freaking television i remember i used to go to i used to go to america in the 1990s and there was a radio business network called bloomberg radio and they'd come on and say the dow jones is up 15 percent against the retarded cat from uh, uh, oh, from uh, Eskimo land to put his head. I didn't mean to say retarded. I meant phlegm retardant. I don't like saying retarded. I find that word offensive. I take that back. Uh, but no, you get the general idea. Anyway, Bloomberg, you're a cunt. <laughs>
imagine all the people. It's easy if you try. Imagine all the people. They're all going to die. Imagine all the people. Imagine all the people. Imagine all the people. Imagine all the people. Climbing to a higher steeple. Climbing to a higher steeple. Imagine there's no heaven. It's easy if you try. It only takes a bit of imagination. Unless you don't try. In which case you're not making use of your God-given imagination. Uh, you Satanistic scumbag. Now I can do that today because at the moment we're between popes. You've no popes at the moment. Nobody's in charge. Uh, we can all run riot. We've got, uh, oh, we've got, uh, what's that word? Uh, the one beginning with a anarchy. Uh, anarchy. We've got religious and moral anarchy at the moment. We can all just do whatever we want with no consequences. Uh, I can go and oh, I can go and mess up a uh, uh, John Lennon song and merge with a nineteen eighties uh, shouting from a higher steeple song that was probably only known in England and Ireland, and you foreigners don't know what it is. You probably thought I was just getting the words of uh, John Lennon's Imagine wrong. No, no, I was doing a mashup of John Lennon's Imagine uh, with a song by some English woman. Imagine all the people shouting from a higher steeple from the 1980s or 90s. Uh, it was all perfectly accurate. Uh, so, uh, before all you Simon Cowles get up on your high horse and start ramming your uh, criticism down my throat, uh, just get that into your head. Anyway, good morning. Thank you.